Hey there, welcome to episode 63 of the Building Heroes podcast. We are coming up on the one year mark for the podcast, and I am so excited about this because truly I didn't even know if I could stay consistent long enough to do that, but here's that I can. Yay! So I'd love to hear your ideas of what to do to celebrate. So if you've got any, let me know, okay? This was one of my goals last year was to start the podcast again and, of course, keep it going. So let's celebrate. So do you make New Year's resolutions? This time of year is when we start kind of thinking about that sort of thing because it is a great time to be evaluating your life and use this energy of the time of new beginnings to recommit yourself to become better. I know my brain has started thinking of all these things that I would like to add in to my life this upcoming year and take out too, you know? Now, of course, it's good to do this all year round, but there's just something about this time of year, right? In fact, it's probably because it's been like this for thousands of years. Did you know that New Year's resolutions have been a tradition since at least 2,000 years ago? So the month of January is actually named for the Roman god uh, Janus, or Janus. I actually don't know how to say that. But he was the god of beginnings and transitions, so kind of makes sense that they named the first month of the year after him. So if you look at a picture of him, he's usually depicted with two faces, and one is looking forward and one is looking back. So on December 31st, the Romans imagined Janus looking back into the past and forward into the new year. This became a time for Romans to make resolutions to do better in the future and to forgive enemies in the past. They believed that he could forgive them for their wrongdoings in the previous year, and they also believed they would give gifts and make promises, or the way the practice went is they would give gifts and, and make promises so Janus would see this and bless them in the upcoming year. So that's the beginning of New Year's resolutions. And you probably notice it's still a pretty big part of our culture today. So in an upcoming podcast, we'll talk more about making changes and how we can keep those resolutions, even if you failed in the past. But in this podcast, I want to focus on looking back because I think we often miss that part. And a lot of times we avoid that part because it's not pretty, right? We beat ourselves up. Now, I used to um, do my New Year's resolutions in a certain way where I would um, type them all up on the computer and then I would start working on them all. And then after three weeks, I'd be back to the same old, same old, and then kind of forget for the rest of the year. And then when I went to go set new goals for the next year, I would pull up that same computer document and I would find that I'd pretty much done nothing on there. And so then I'd be like, okay, fine. We'll do all those again. Just, you know, they're pretty good and I never accomplished them. But, you know, that gets seriously depressing when you do it that way because you don't see any progress. And Really, human beings need to feel like they're making progress to feel good. The problem is, is we usually can't see our progress. There's even a term for this in psychology. Psychology, it's called change blindness. 
the way you get over that change blindness is you have to be consciously choosing to look for the changes you have made to see that you have been making progress. So when I was looking at all those New Year's resolutions, I was approaching it like a to-do list. And if I didn't have all the things checked off, then I felt like a failure, right? Um, what I didn't do was look back and actually evaluate my life to see where I might've done some good. I couldn't see it because it didn't match up with my list. Now, like I said, of course, getting those goals is a whole different ballgame, And we will talk about that in an upcoming podcast. And it is good to evaluate how you're doing on those two, but probably more often than once a year, like I was doing. Okay, so I'm not saying that we need to look back at our year and avoid looking at all the negative st- stuff or just sugarcoating it to see only the good. No, instead, I'm talking about making a fair evaluation of our lives because this is how we make progress is knowing where we are so we, and knowing where we want to go and then seeing what's stopping us. So what I do now is... The first thing I'll usually do is just make an accomplishment and celebration list. And the reason why I do that first is because then it makes me more willing to go and look at all the things, right? (laughs) So I'll just look at things like, what good did I do this year? What did I accomplish? What's good about my life and my family's life? A lot of these things that come up on this list might not have been on my goal list because, you know, as you go through the year, things change, right? Or opportunities arrive. But if I'm not consciously looking for the good, then I'm not going to be able to see it. Okay. So for example, one thing that I did was totally redo the membership because I had this opportunity that came up to take this course and I put in all the time and effort and thought processes to redo my membership to make it way more amazing. But that wasn't one of my goals because I didn't even know I needed it. Right. But I wouldn't have recognized that had I done my old way of just comparing myself to my goals. So then um, after that, I'll go through my goals and I'll see how I did on those, right? Did I succeed? If I didn't, why not? Now that is where some of the most valuable information is to discover what was stopping me. Did I not really want it? Did I not have the discipline to do it? Did I, could I not have enough knowledge to know how to do it? Did I not go get the knowledge? What stopped me, right? If I don't know why I didn't get it, that is a fantastic learning opportunity for me to figure out why, right? Then the other thing I do, you know, along with the goals is just look at the different areas of my life and decide what's good and what needs work. So for example, areas like relationships, health, the order of my home, homeschooling, money, that sort of thing. So I mentioned earlier that the really the best way to look back is to do a fair evaluation, okay? We want to keep this evaluation fair, but we also want it to be, and and these all go together, really honest and balanced. And I think that's what would make a fair evaluation. So to keep it honest, sometimes we don't really want to look at those things in our lives. So in that sense, we kind of need an outside perspective. So we could ask other people, but one trick that I will do is I'll pretend like I have another little me 
So it's just this little Molly who can come and look at my life from an outside perspective. She's not me, but she does know me because she is me, <laughs> right? And, and can show me some of those things I can't see on my own. I'll also pray to know what it is that I need to see and know about my own life. Okay, so that's trying to keep it honest that way. But then balance, to keep it balanced. For every negative thing that I find, I must also find a positive thing. Because that's actually really a law of physics. If you look at Newton's law, third law, it states for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So there's this whole law of opposites in the universe. We have good and evil, dark and light, negative and positive. And the problem is, is that as humans, we tend to be born with a negative bias. So we're only seeing the negative stuff. And there's a reason for that. That's so we can see the problems so that we can take them as opportunities to fix them. But the problem is if we're focusing on the problems, that's a lot of problems in the sense that they're sorry. Uh, <laughs> but if we're just focusing on the problems, that can get really depressing, you know? So when we usually typically evaluate ourselves, we usually just see all the failings and all the things that are going wrong and we focus on those. And that is not a fair balanced evaluation. And like I said, it's pretty damaging because it really brings us down because we do beat ourselves up over it or we blame other people and that's not good for relationships either. And then you lose motivation to make progress. So instead, practice finding both. Okay, so if you find a negative, it's not because you're bad. It's just because you have an opportunity to learn something and make progress. And that's what your brain also wants too, is to make progress. If you find a positive, then celebrate and feel gratitude. And that's not to feel cocky or prideful. Oh, I'm so good, you know. But rather, this is to give your brain a good emotion because then our brain's going to want that feeling more, right? It motivates you to get goals more and more because our brains like things that feel good. So also just give credit where credit is due like to other people that helped you, because chances are you didn't do it all on your own. And for me, it also helps to give gratitude to God who created me and certainly helped me as the higher power on my hero's journey. So this is not as easy as it sounds. You know what I'm saying? Make this fair and balanced evaluation where you have equal number of positives and negatives. And like I said, it's not as easy as it sounds because we tend to see all the things that are wrong, right? And for some of you, it might be really, really hard to find the positives, but I do promise you that you have a lot of positives that you're doing in your life. You have a good heart. You want to become better. You want to raise good kids. Because otherwise, why would you be listening to a podcast about becoming better and helping others, right? I mean, some of the positive things you probably have is you probably feed your kids regularly. regularly. They're happy. For the most part, they're not perfect, right? But that's okay. You know, you're doing many things right. You know, sometimes for me, it's even just been that I prioritize taking a shower. <laughs> you know, you have to count the little things too, because you are doing way more good than you realize. Now, you remember the beginning I said I would just do those same old, same old New Year's goals because every single year, because I didn't think I was completing any of them. Partly I was not actually, <laughs> but 
I was still doing other good things and I was still making progress and growing better, but I couldn't see it. So this one year, I remember in particular, I had to learn to calm myself down because I wanted to train my kids how to be obedient, but I didn't recognize it as a success that year because I hadn't made a goal for that. And yet I learned how to be more calm, more disciplined and teach my kids how to obey much better than we've been doing before. So I did have a big success that year, but I had no idea. And I still thought I was failing. Okay. So I've mentioned that a few times that, you know, yes, you can have your baseline of the goals, but also look for other things that you've done too. Now, do be aware that if you're not used to finding the progress and the positives, this is what's going to happen. Your brain is going to reject this idea that you had anything positive in your life, that you had successes. So pretty much you might just have to argue with yourself and say, well, okay, I'll just give you an example here. Um, If I did think of something good that I had done, my brain would say to myself, yeah, but you are failing at this, this, and that, and you didn't do this, this, and this. Or, yeah, you did it, but it wasn't very perfect. You messed this up and it wasn't as good as you had wanted and blah, 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 right? And so I would have to switch that dialogue in my brain and tell myself, yes, but I did have the success or yes, but I did make progress. I did way better than I'd ever done before, you know? And so, yeah, you this may not be super easy. It definitely wasn't for me, but you just have to start retraining your brain to think differently. So at the end of this podcast, now I'm going to give you a call to action to do your own here in review, but do it so that it's honest and balanced, you know, and sometimes we might really not want to because we feel like we're failing. But if you do it in this way that I described in this podcast today, you're going to find that you have done a lot of good. You have been making progress. And then you can feel way more recommitted to making those changes in your, in your life that you've been wanting to in this upcoming year. So I would love to hear how you review those. So please go ahead and reach out to me on Facebook or email me at molly at buildingheroesacademy.com. And you know what? Have your kids do this too. This is such a good exercise to do and teach them how to do it so that it's helpful, not hopeless. And this is totally part of the hero's journey to make sure that you're still on the right path. So let's build heroes together.